Hi, I'm Greg Finn. And I'm Jess Budd. And it is officially Marketing O'Clock here at Cypress North on this beautiful Friday the 13th Ooh. of July <laughs> 2018. And this is one of our biggest weeks that we've had to date in regards to news. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to run through all of the digital marketing news from the past week. You can catch us here on YouTube or also in podcast form on your favorite podcast player. And we film this live without a net, unedited, <laughs> uncut, straight to you. Straight to you, yes. And if you're following along with us, make sure you go to marketingtheclock.com for the show notes. We'll have links to everything that we're talking about here, all of the articles. You can watch the video, whatever. Get Great. excited. And first up, this week, Google had their Google Marketing Live event. And this was for Google Ads, a.k.a. Google AdWords, RIP, in peace, <laughs> Google AdWords. And they had a variety of announcements that came out. And one, this originally started, or had been announced on May 4th of 2018 here, but it was about responsive ads. And these are for now- For search. For search, responsive ads for search. And previously they're in beta, and they're now rolling out. The beta was successful. And what's going to happen is anybody using Google Ads for search is going to be able to have 15 headlines and four descriptions. Yep. And what's going to happen is three of those headlines are going to show. And Google will be using their machine learning and AI to craft <laughs> the best ad for you. Um, but again, there's some, some, some big benefits to, um, to advertisers because not only do you get two headlines, you now get three. You get 10 extra characters in your descriptions. Um, one of the biggest drawbacks that we've seen in search, uh, responsive search ads so far is the fact that you can't actually see what's working. <laughs> like that's, that's a huge drawback to advertisers. You know, like, I don't know which combination is doing well, and Google doesn't report on that. Hopefully that's coming soon, yep. but, you know, as of Friday the 13th here, we don't have it. So, so we just have to, what, trust, trust the machine. Yes. Right? Machine learning. Give it all to the machine. Okay. Okay. Next up, Google has announced a, we've kind of seen this coming for a while, but a shift towards trying to drive people in store and local campaigns. Uh, again, they're looking for more store visits and they came up with a few different new conversions. We'll get to that in a, in a moment. But it's, it's an actually a new way that you can set up the campaign is that it's not set to drive people to a website or for conversions or for app installs. It's instead very much local. Which is really, really awesome too because this is something that is available right for everybody. It's not just advertisers with hundreds of thousands of impressions and lots of data. They're rolling this out to small businesses as well. So used to be that you could see store visits for multiple locations, right? But now um, if you just have one location, you can still take advantage of this, which is really cool. Absolutely, and in that same vein, they came up with a hotel campaigns as well. <clears throat> okay, there's also goal-optimized shopping campaigns mm -hmm. that Google has now rebranded as smart shopping campaigns. And this is a shift where Google is again going to be using machine learning. If you're playing the machine learning drinking game during this <laughs> event, you uh, unfortunately died of alcohol poisoning. But this is uh, really going to take a look and, and allow you to go towards either goal value, revenue, or ROAS return on ad spend. So there's some cool new ways and then again you're going to be using that, that Google knowledge to really help um, extract the best results. 
Also, YouTube now has some brand lift opportunities. There's gonna be potentially some uh, forms that could be showing up in the few coming months in YouTube. Um, and Google is one of the big things that there's a lot of talk about with smart campaigns. And what a smart campaign is, is it's, it's again, the machine learning uh, flavor to new Google ads where you don't have to do anything. In this case, you don't even need a website. <laughs> you, you need a Google My Business, which you've been saying is, is Google's really working on, and you need to have some ads and some themes, and Google will do the rest. To That's, me? Yeah, to you, what? Scary. Yeah. <laughs> Friday the 13th style. Took the words out of my mouth. Scary. Move over, Jason Voorhees. Google is here. Right, and there were some people that were commenting and actually engaging me on Twitter and, and talking about the fact that it's good for smaller retailers that don't have the time to update their store and they don't need a website anymore. I mean, if you don't have time to update your store, we've got bigger issues. Or if you don't have time to make a simple website and maybe tie in an Instagram or something like that, there's, again, bigger issues there. And one thing that we always like doing is saying, hey, build on your own land, right? And when you start doing something like this, well, guess what? Now you've lost the ability to say, I'm going to throw a Facebook retargeting pixel on there. Or if I'm a retailer, I can't put Pinterest retargeting on there. So I think that this is a solution it's just nothing i'd ever use but kudos <laughs> to google for for making it and lastly there is now cross-device reporting and remarketing data that we're going to be able to see in google analytics we've been able to see the data in adwords okay google ads for a little while and now we're going to be able to actually see that data reported in analytics so super exciting Awesome. Well, I love data and I love reporting. And if you love those things, we have news for you. <laughs> um, rolling out as of July 10th, so three days ago, uh, data blending is now available in Google Data Studio. And what this means basically is you can, in your reports, uh, blend, for lack of a better word, multiple data sources. So cool thing about this is you can combine charts, um, with things like data from Search Console and Analytics or AdWords. And it used to be that those all had to be reported on separately, if at all. Now you can put them into one nice chart. There's also options for you to pull in external data. So things like weather data or if you have uh, things from your CRM that you want to pull into your reports, you can now do that in a beautiful and easy way. And the biggest benefit to me is if you have multiple brands that you're reporting on maybe or multiple websites for the same uh, client, you can pull all of those, if they have different GA views or properties, you can pull them into the same report in Data Studio, which to me is wild, uh, and I don't know why it wasn't that way the whole time, but yeah. it's pretty awesome. <clears throat> and this is, it seemed, it kind of got overlooked with everything that's happening, mm -hmm. but it took, it took Data Studio and made it from something useful to something that's powerful, that you can mix and match everything. It's not just one and done reporting, so something to look for and you can do that. There's a button that says blend data. <laughs> yeah. So if you have it, get blending. Yep. And check out the show notes again for a link to the article that fully talks about this. It expands on everything that we mentioned and shows you just how easy it really is. It's just as easy as Data Studio ever was. So great. Awesome stuff. Okay. Next up, YouTube is aiming to show more authoritative search results around news topics. And so basically, Google has set up this Google News Initiative back in March, um, trying to help journalism thrive in this digital age and you know, hopefully get more YouTube <laughs> <laughs> revenue coming in for them. And so they had a couple things where they're committing $25 million to 
expertise, innovation, funding, support. But really, one of the things that you'll see is that they're coming up with some new results that are going to show the fact that they're trying to give more sources for breaking news and something that is pretty tough. They're showing little clips, little snippets of videos that are out there related to a specific scenario or something current or trending um, and trying to get people good unbiased sources on video. So again, just something to consider for the push towards video. And they also mentioned they're fighting fake news a little bit, and they're going <laughs> to put more information on uh, hot topics, if you will, like the moon landing, because there's some fake news out there about that, depending on which side you're on. So. Oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that brings us to the lightning round. And first up, Twitter now lets people or advertisers take over the Explore tab. And you may have seen this if you've been using Twitter lately. Uh, Disney took it over with, I think it was a Christopher Potter? Christopher Robbins? Christopher Robbins. It's I took like Harry Potter and right. Christopher Robbins and turned them into a blend. Hit the blend Ooh, button. Ooh, hit the blend. There we go. <laughs> it's really cute, guys. If you like poo, check out the link. Yeah. So if you go there to the Explore tab, uh, you'll see there's the opportunity now to have a big visual banner with a GIF or image. And it kind of beats down some of the organic information in there, but it's a really good way to get some mind share. Um, but again, yeah. check that out on the Explore tab. Woohoo! All right, Facebook has been testing augmented reality in the news feed. So this was something that they were already doing only in Messenger, which is kind of dumb. Um, so good on them. They're testing it out now in the news feed. Basically, select advertisers are able to put things like glasses or makeup on their potential customers. Greg, you look real fancy. Do you like those? <clears throat> um, here we go. Oh. <laughs> oh, look at this. Oh, my. Got some glasses look on Look at me. you. You look <clears throat> great. And if you want to see what we're talking about, any podcast <laughs> listeners, check us out on YouTube. We're doing going yes. through some, some AR here on marketing o'clock. Yes, and if Greg likes the glasses that he's wearing, he can click through the ad to buy them from his Facebook feed these days. Sweet stuff. Yep, and <clears throat> this again is one of the first things that we've seen in this on the advertising side of it. Um, Amazon does have some product-based things where you can see maybe like what a chair would look like in your mm -hmm. room. But again, it's it's really cool and there are actual good uses of it. And you know, the glasses were kind of joking, but that's a fantastic way to yeah. see what a product might look like on your face. Yeah. So yeah. really cool stuff. Because who wants to go to the store, right? Nobody. Try on digital glasses and <laughs> bye. There you go. Okay, Twitter is going to be making some changes to follower counts. There are uh, many accounts out there that Twitter had seen some suspicious activity and had locked those accounts, and there's going to be a kind of a big cleansing of those accounts. So I think the average, they said, is people may look for a drop in four <laughs> Twitter followers. Or less. Or less. But I've got a feeling that if you think somebody out there is buying followers, have some fun, see how many followers they have today, and then see how many they have on Friday the 20th year. And there may be a substantial drop. Yeah, I thought it was really cute too that uh, Twitter said, well, we understand this may be hard for some. <laughs> if it's hard for you to lose four followers, you should go outside. <laughs> <laughs> Take a walk. Take a walk. <laughs> All right, um, oops, I'm skipping stuff here. Okay, Google, you've used it. Uh, you've probably clicked on an ad in the search results and got to a website, found you didn't like what you saw, went back to the search results. We all do that. 
If you're doing that now, you may see uh, people also search for, I put that in quotes, uh, those results mixed in within the ads, not the organic, which is kind of crazy. Uh, there's some downsides and some upsides to this, depending on how you want to look at it. The downsides, obviously, is if somebody lands on your site, bounces back, they might get a suggestion for a competitor. And it could be distracting, quote, from um, ads, but it's also, on a positive note, a really good way to do some additional keyword research. Maybe you know, see what other people are searching for when your ad is served, and also get you know some ideas for different landing page testing that you could do, or even ad copy to try and get people in based on what other people are searching for. So kind of cool but kind of weird we'll see <laughs> great <laughs> all right reddit ads reddit has introduced a new call to action button so instead of saying we've just got an ad and you click through you can say things like sign up or learn more or subscribe today and really if you haven't used reddit ads in a long time uh, it's 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 a whole new world it's like aladdin in there where the, ad, where the ads are huge, like enormous, really colorful ads and not the boring things before. So if you're into, you know, Jafar and Jasmine and all that and looking for something all new, check out Reddit ads. And this is, again, is just another nice upgrade. Sweet. In other nice upgrade news, YouTube now has a copyright match tool. This is new. It is, quote, designed to find re-uploads of your content on other channels. So the nice thing about this is that it will look for, again, other instances of the same video that you have uploaded. It doesn't check for clips, though. It's the video in its entirety. So there's other ways to handle uh, if you feel like you're being bit, I guess, on clips. Uh, check the article for details on that. But this tool is pretty awesome. If it finds a match, it will give you different options for how to handle that. If you want to just let it go or if you want to contact the people, all kinds of things that you can do there to protect your intellectual property. This is rolling out next month to channels with 100,000 or more subscribers with the goal of eventually getting it to absolutely every single YouTube creator out there. So, right. Cool We're going to be able to stop all those thieves here stealing our marketing all clock content. Stop doing it. <laughs> Quit it. Okay. And next up, Spark Toro has released a new free tool that will determine the true influence of a Twitter account. So for those four people that were worried about their four followers they were gonna lose, you can head over to Spark Toro, forward slash tools, forward slash Spark Score, and you can get a score. And actually it seems like it's working pretty good. It's, yeah. you can toss in some information. You get a score out of 100 and see your influence. And you know, it's, <laughs> it, 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 it's nothing's perfect, but again, it's it's not not too terrible. So, yeah. um, for those of you listening to the podcast and can't see the the sad face that I'm making, it's because my score is a one <laughs> <laughs> out of a hundred. <laughs> well, I mean, it could have been a zero. So let's look at the bright Greg. side. Yeah, you're a three. I'm a three. I, I thought it was like a twenty-three or something. Oh. Wow. Clout. Clout oh, score. I don't knows? know. We'll check. I might be wrong. <laughs> Sorry. He's twenty-three, and we'll go for that. All right, uh, last up, if you use Instagram stories, there's a new sticker. Oh, see, a new sticker available to you. What does that say? Why, why are we so awesome? <laughs> My mom must be watching. You can now ask questions in a sticker on your story and Instagram. Super cool, it's fun for everybody, but brands can use it obviously to get feedback on things or just to promote extra engagement. So super cool, play with it, looks like that. Great. And now to our must-read marketing article of the week, an article that is too long, too in-depth, too informative for us to recap in full here on the show. This article is called Positioning is the Part of Product Market Fit You Are Likely Ignoring by Devesh Kanal on Grow and Convert. And 
sometimes digital marketers, we can get too tied up in just some of the systems and processes, and we kind of forget about that fit. And I thought that this was an absolutely fantastic article that's one of those reality checks that we all need time and time and again. So we'll have, again, everything in the show notes, but definitely something that you should read, bookmark, print out, and give to your entire team. Yeah. All right. And that does it for today's show. It is now officially not Marketing O'Clock. And remember, you can catch Marketing O'Clock here every Friday or head to marketingoclock.com for the video, the podcast, and all of the links about all those stories we talked about today. Yep. We'll see you next week. All right. Go do your homework. <laughs> <laughs>